All right, folks, welcome back to Not List Wire Podcast. Website, as always, mwwire.com. Facebook, Twitter, Mount Wire, MWC Wire. Just search Mount Wire. You'll find us. Jeremy Mass. Ma- oh, jeez, I can't even say my name. Jeremy Moss here. I'm not going to edit that out, Matt, because I don't need to. And that's Matt Kennerly, who's going to probably chuckle at me mispronouncing another name. And it's my own. <laughs> I'm going to say it's in keeping with, with tradition. So. We're on brand, right? Yeah. Hey, at least we don't have to worry about Tyrod or Tayrod Taylor, whatever they're going with. Tyrod. Ty- I it's Tyrod. Oh, Tyrod? Tyrod. I thought it was Tyrod. We're not going to get into that, are we? <laughs> we don't need to. No. I have no clue. I just like, oh, that guy who's not going to be starting quarterback for the Browns after week three. Yeah, so, we'll see. We'll see. It, whatever. It's not a big deal. It's just uh, what we do. Vigil, Viggle. What do we got here? Me can't pronounce exactly. it. Exactly. Here's the thing, too. Any Polynesian name that comes out, first try, nobody's going to get it right unless you're actually like Polynesian or Tongan or Samoan or something. So give me a break, right? Unless you, unless it's, you know, Haliki Kali'iliki. Hey, I'm one of the few people who can say star Lotulale correctly. That's true. I hear Lolotuli. No, it's Lotulale. But here's what we're not talking about pronunciation. This is not the pronunciation podcast. This is our Mountain West. What do we call this? Our grand preview, our big preview, since we've done every single team so far. Yes. Yeah, I think that's a good, good way to call it. May until now. We are officially game week. We will have a week zero preview podcast later this week. So check our feed over at iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spreaker, wherever you can buy your free podcast. We're there. And we may have a, bon- a, couple, a bonus interview maybe with a New Mexico State person this week, potentially. So Very nice. We're here. We're going twice a week. I might do a few more because I have time to maybe interview a few out-of-conference opponents I didn't get to in the offseason. So that might be something coming down the pipeline to so check for that. But this week... It's our big Mountain West preview, and Matt, how excited are you, even though Fresno is two weeks away from playing? I'm ready. I mean, I'm ready for Wyoming and New Mexico State. I'm ready for Colorado State, Hawaii. I'm ready for Duquesne and Rice. I'm ready for Prairie View, and I forget who No, Prairie play. View plays Rice. Sarah. Oh, the Prairie View plays Rice. Who does Duquesne play? UMass. I'm trying to remember now. UMass. I'm ready. ESPN apparently is not ready. That's what I'm about to bring up. They don't know how to count. Yes, and they keep doing it, and it's really, really irritating, especially considering that they're broadcasting two games on their own networks. Yes, they have what the uh, New Mexico State-Wyoming game is. Uh, I believe tickets are still $3 if you like to go to those games. Mm-hmm. Uh, ESPN2 is going there. ESPN Plus is doing the what, Prairie View game, I believe. Um, yeah, Prairie View Rice. And uh, let me ask you this. Have you, do you have ESPN Plus, Matt? Not yet. Have you looked into – have you used your free trial yet? I have not. I used my 30-day free trial. I stopped, added back on. This is not a plug for them, but my main reason, I don't really care about the cultural bowl games too much. Too much, I'll emphasize. But they have the 30 for 30 whole library, and I've missed quite a few of those. So I'm going Very in nice. to watch those. They do have uh, I like. Have you seen, there's a show, I'll Take That Bet. That's pretty interesting. It's a quick 20-minute show. And so they get a few things on there. I feel like off-beaten sports, lacrosse, or I guess the big deal with, um, who is it, uh, Ronaldo? Is he in... Juventus right now? What is that? Juventus? Itali- uh, Juventus, Juventus, yeah. Juventus Sierra A-League yesterday. I noticed that on my front page every second of the day. But, yeah, ESPN should be ready since they're broadcasting two of the games. <laughs> Can we also give a shout-out to uh, Joe Parker, the uh, athletic director at Colorado State, who is very politely reminding ESPN at pretty much every turn that they are playing a game, you know, five or six days ahead of where ESPN keeps saying that the season is actually going to start. Because... Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. Are they kind of, are they really diving into UCF UConn for that first game? 
<laughs> they are just really disrespecting Week Zero. And and thankfully for us, we are leading the charge to to promote Week Zero, which, will, as you have mentioned, we'll get into that next week. Conference game, Wyoming, New Mexico State. It'll be it'll be good. It'll be fun. It'll be exciting. It's going to be good. So let's get to our big preview. Here's what we're doing. We're going to really quick. If you if you missed any of our other preview podcasts, please go back and find them. I've been retweeting a lot of old, not older, but just retweeting those again throughout the past week or two, and I will because we only got three games. Week zero coming up. Week one, I'll put all these previews out again on our Twitter again, MWC Wire. So check that out. But go back and listen. So air, we don't every whatever every twelve school since May, we've been guiding you this a whole off season through love and hate of what we're talking about. So go back and listen to those. But but we're gonna really quick because we know everybody has to listen to Matt. We're gonna go through super quick our. Okay, how are you gonna do this? Because I brought this up. We used to mention our complete um, scheduling uh, predictions. I did not order put my teams in order of finish. I just kind of typed in first the first show as it went, like New Mexico, Air Force, Colorado State. I didn't put them in any order. Are yours in any order to know order of finish? Uh, yes, they <laughs> okay, are. Okay, so I, I woefully I did unprepared. It, I, I did it one week at a time. I did it a lo- I was a little more prepared because, yeah, like, obviously when we begin, you know, with teams like New Mexico and things like that, you know, I have to come up with wins and losses for them, and so I fill it in as we go. Which is why I'm really thankful I was able to put off Fresno State and Boise State until the last possible minute because mm-hmm. it literally gave me all summer to think about that. It did. I just didn't put them in order of mount. I have the record, but not the order of finish. So we'll go. Th- no, I've got my I've got my my spreadsheet, so I'm good. So how about you lead the way? We, do you want to start in the Mountain Division? I guess. Yeah, let's do that. Since we finished with them last, so this is our order of finish. We'll make it quick. It's not gonna be boring. Um, one quick question though, Matt, because people want to know: Are you and I allowed to make any changes to these picks? That is entirely up to you. You are an adult and you can make your own decisions. <laughs> but, uh, but for me personally, I, unless there's like a significant injury of some kind, I tend to stick with what I have. I don't, there's been nothing like I could joke to, I think last show I did, I mentioned this again. Like the only big thing last year was a James Butler, Nevada, 4th of July transfer to Iowa. That was a huge deal for them. But there's been—I don't think there's anything anything big. Yeah, there's been some quarterback announcements like CSU has their depth chart. Carter Samuels starter not surprised anybody. Um, Richard Bo- Bodie or Body not in there too deep is quite surprising to me. But he missed a few practices. That's not big enough to say I'm going to make a change. Because Wyoming have they? Well, well, I guess we'll talk about next show. I don't think they've released their first week depth chart yet. But there's been nothing huge to say. I'm making this change based on a player leaving. The biggest Anything. injury I can recall offhand, and this I think was from yesterday, was that Air Force lost one of their starting safeties, James Jones the fourth. Yes, I saw that. That's about it. But that's again, that's Air Force defense. What's that going to do? And well, a big I mean, term, big know. big scheme. I mean, big picture thing. Is it going to cost him two get two wins or losses? Probably not. Probably not. Like, there's no Colin Hill type injury or anything like that. Sure. NC, yeah, in season. So here's where you start off. So should we go worst to first? I guess. Uh, yeah, let's do that. As we go, I guess I should type mine up as we go here to be prepared when I do our post later on. So I assume it's uh, New Mexico. Is that correct? Yeah. I have them at 2-10, and 0-8 and in conference. 0-8? Oh, 0-8, and, and oh, and really? 0-8, oh, yeah. Oh, so do I. That's fine. <laughs> uh, and then at, at, in fifth, I have Air Force at 4-8 and 2-6. and six. Okay. In fourth, I have Wyoming at 6-6 six and 4-4. Six and four and four. Uh, third, I have Utah State at eight and four and five and three. Second, I have CSU, Colorado State at nine and three and six and two. 
And then winning the Mountain Division, I have Boise State at 11-1 and and 7-1. and Who is their loss again to Boise State? That would be against Fresno. I'm just making sure. I, I honestly did not recall. I wasn't just saying, hey, who's that loss to? Not to pump <laughs> you up. I was like, wait, I, was it San Diego State? Because that, that's a reason. That either It's tough. That's a, that's a good schedule. So I have New Mexico 6, Air Force 5th. Here's my thing for Air Force. Um, what's your record in Air Force again? 3-9? and nine? Uh, four and eight. Four and eight. I'm three and nine, but this is a team that I've said before a couple of times they could win like two games or maybe seven games. I did, uh, yeah, and I would agree with well, that again. I, I'm just not not to be, you know I mean not just because they're well partly because they are Air Force what the offense they run but it's all predicated on the defense. But so I have yeah. them three and nine. It wouldn't it, because here's the thing, Troy Calhoun. I think he's only missed two. Bowl, he's only he's at entering year thirteen. I think right twelve or thirteen over a decade. And only two of those years, he's never been to a bowl game. So if you're betting the under, like we are quite low, we're it probably it's a rare, rarity that this is going to be the case. They do lose a couple, like Tim McVay, a couple running backs. Uh, they do have two good quarterbacks back there, like Aaron Worthman and Isaiah Burst. Or yeah, Isaiah Burst, right? No, that's a former Fresno State receiver. Uh, you were thinking of Isaiah Sanders. Isaiah Sanders. I knew that name. I'm like Burst. That doesn't sound right. Burst was in the NFL for a couple years, wasn't he? I believe he's still on the Chargers roster. Congratulations. Get that paycheck, man. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, they have two good quarterbacks. I was like, you can tell my confidence, like, Burst? No. Sanders, who played well at the end of the year. But they are 3-9 for me. They are sitting at um, – oh, typing at the same time is not good. I should have done this before. So, fifth for Air Force. I have CSU fourth, I believe. Yeah, CSU fourth. Do you have mine written out in front of me? You're just making me sweat here and not doing it properly. <laughs> no, I do not. No, I have CSU fourth, and I eight and four. Uh, but I have them with three league losses. I have Wyoming next at nine and three with two, no, three league losses. Utah State's a big one there. Utah mm-hmm. State at second, and then Boise State at first at twelve and zero. All right. So comment as you wish to me on Twitter if you hate this or love this. So, well, it's interesting because I think that we have. You know, for the most part, you know, our, the, the predictions are a little bit boring just because they're mostly the same. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to be interesting to watch how Wyoming and Colorado State, you know, how their season unfolds. Because I think that you were more optimistic about the Cowboys and I am more optimistic about the Rams. Yeah, I, that's, that's true. I'm actually coming around Utah State, even though I have them second. And I think it's mostly a matter of how we're both thinking about their offenses, mm-hmm. because I think that, you know, I think we're both probably in agreement, and maybe I'm alluding to something that we'll talk about a little bit later, that Wyoming's offense overall will be at least a little bit better. It can't be worse, Matt. I'm telling you, it cannot be worse. But, you know, and we'll talk about this at length more probably in our week zero preview. But, you know, I, you know, maybe outside of you know people who cover the Rams and follow the Rams week in and week out, I'm very optimistic about how that offense is going to come together, even despite losing you know a first-team all-conference quarterback and a Bolatnikov finalist at wide receiver. I think they're still going to be really good on offense, and I think that a lot of people are sleeping on them. I, maybe I am a little bit. It's also concerning with Car- A.J. Carter-Samuels being the starter. He, mm-hmm. We know he's at Washington, a highly recruited guy, was going to go hang out with Chip Kelly at UCLA that whatever happened end up at CSU so maybe he's that good and he can do it because you mentioned multiple seasons throughout you don't trust or aren't it well not trust but grad transfers usually don't paint out very well generally speaking I'm a little bit skeptical as you should be like Russell Wilson's not walking through the door every every time 
or even, or even Marcus McMarion. What he did last year was well above average compared to most, like Jeremiah Masoli and whoever, whatever guys transfer. That's one of the big names, Oregon, to what Ole Miss years ago. I guess uh, yeah. Baker Mayfield was a regular transfer. That's a different story, but it's, it's usually not the case. And I think, um, mm-hmm. yeah, Carter Samuel's eligible. He's a grad transfer, even though he has, what, two years of eligibility. Is that correct? Yes. It'll be interesting. If he plays well, whew, Rams next year, 2019. You never know. Cool. All right, so, yeah, but you're right. I'm also I'm chatting with a few guys about Utah State. They are loving the running game. And if that's the case, and if they can get that finally turned around and be healthy and a consistent line, they're going fi- to probably finish second and make a bowl game quite easily, well, I might, might add, too. Yeah, and I think that what's interesting about them is, like, they don't necessarily need, you know, one guy like, a, like an Alexander Madison or Lexington, Lexington Thomas, rather. You know, the guys that are getting a lot of hype, you know, they, if they can find two or three guys, which it seems like they have, to run you know somewhere between six hundred and eight hundred yards, mm-hmm. you know, as long as they're moving the chains consistently, you know, it's not going to take a lot for them to push their offense forward in the right direction. And I mean, let's not forget they were right around the league average last year as far as yards per carry. They were four point six yards per overall. And a little bit better than that in conference play. They ended up third in the Mountain West with 5.35 yards per carry. So if they can top that even, you know, if they could push that a little bit further in the positive direction, especially early on in the uh, season, you know, that I think is going to help the Aggies be able to hit their ceiling, you know, a lot more than if they, you know, if they sputter on the ground, rather. No, it's true. It's just they've been, like, well, they've been average. It's also, I'll come back to this until it changes. They are not winning close games. Eight, one position game, one score games, or I guess one position, eight points or fewer. I believe they're, what, one in 12 the past couple of years. Yeah. If that changes, like, even if they're 50-50, they would be, people would tell, they should, they could have a very good chance to win the division. Like, mm-hmm. that's what, that's 13 games in three years. What, go six and seven, seven and six. I don't know what the, typical averages for one position wins or losses that take a lot of research but give me a couple more wins they probably would have made a bowl game that one year they didn't go to a bowl game there'd be no reason for wells to be on the hot seat at all and so it's and their defense too with gary anderson he's been gone for a couple years defense is finally getting to the level where it might be at the peak from a couple years ago close to it not exactly where they're dominating having multiple guys drafted but they're getting defense is getting there jordan love being the guy super confident he's ready to go He's been Trekkie Keaton's back coaching him, so it's like, what can go wrong, right? Yeah, and they definitely have the schedule to make a run for the conference crown, too, just because they avoid Fresno State, they avoid San Diego State, and while they do have to finish up the year at Colorado State and at Boise State, you know, if they can, you know, win those winnable early games early on, you know, they're going to look formidable when they go to, when they get to November. Like, my, I have them at nine and three. I have them losing at Michigan State, which is very likely. Who knows? Maybe something crazy will happen, but I don't see it happening. Um, I have them, once once they go to at CSU at Boise, 9-1. and Mm-hmm. Have they ever been 9? Well, I know. Yes, they have. The year they almost beat Wisconsin, and have they made a field goal, gone to a big money bowl game? That's too Uh, long ago to rehash again. Yeah, I think so. Something like that couple years that ago. was the year they finished rank i believe yeah, i think their 25th is niu who went to the orange bowl and got slaughtered by florida state but i do remember yeah that. <laughs> but i just remember i i just remember the play it's like chucky keaton's back there it's like not to rehash the whole thing but instead of going for a couple yards to help your kicker out they 
do some weird, try to go deep and, and don't get many, get like zero yards on a third and long. And they have to kick a super long field goal instead of trying to get him like four, three or four yards. Would they have, I believe that was the year they had Robert, Robert Turbin back there. One of the running backs are with the Seahawks over the past couple of years, but whatever it, it, maybe that'll happen again. Who knows? They'll be that good. But Utah state, they, they're going to be, they're going to be fine. All the games, like they go to Wyoming. That's tough. Um, and their schedule plays out nice. Like you said, New Mexico state will be interesting. Tennessee tech. Fine. Air force. It's at home at BYU. I don't trust BYU yet until I see them play. UNLV's at home at Wyoming will be very, could be a flip game where they could drop that. But there's you like you said, they don't play Fresno or San Diego state. So that helps a ton. And one thing we didn't discuss last week, we meant to, they made the rule changes for the title game. That's true. It is now, shoot, I don't have in front of me. I should have. Is it division record? Correct. Uh, head to head gets a lot more emphasis now. True. But I mean, it goes by division record first and foremost, right? I think so. Let's uh, look this up. Let's go. I'll look that up. Um, you start with your West Division teams, then. Okay. So bottom to top again. So in sixth, I have uh, Hawaii coming in at two and eleven, zero and eight in conference. Uh, I have San Jose State two and ten, one and seven, and then a big jump. But I have Nevada in fourth at seven and five and four and four. Uh, I have UNLV also at seven and five, but at five and three. San Diego State ten and two and six and two, and I have Fresno State at twelve and zero at eight and zero. All right, so here's what it is: host determination. The Mountain West Football Championship game shall be played at the site of the divisional champion with the highest winning percentage in conference games only. Note winning percentage because what if a game gets canceled or something instead of overall record, and in conference games only. So that um, fares well to. I'd still say, what do you, do you think the Mountain Division is still head and shoulders above the West? I think it's closer than it has been the last couple of years, but I would say that yes, it's going to be a long, it's going to be a harder fight to the top of the mountain. So, like people a couple years ago with the Aztecs uh, Falcons title game, there is that when they went by computer numbers, how close it was could Air, Air Force host with like four losses or something overall. So it's good about winning percentage, which does does benefit, like say Utah State. Um, being serious, like because they miss Fresno and San Diego State, they have a, a pretty big edge to say something bounces right. Say they split Boise CSU, maybe that'll be a difference with one conference loss overall. They win the division, they can host over San Diego State. For, he, here's where it gets interesting. I'm gonna it's hypothetical, but bear with me, folks. Utah State, this would be a good test for this because Utah State misses Fresno and San Diego State. It's quite plausible that Fresno, San Diego State, and Utah State all have one conference loss. And let's just say Utah State wins, gets the tiebreak or whatever it may be, wins the Mountain Division. They don't play each other, the other two West Division teams. So here's how the tiebreaker works. Head-to-head result doesn't matter because they didn't play. It's still tied. Um, it goes to our lovely playoff committee rankings. <laughs> if one team was ranked in the latest available CIP selection committee ranking and wins in the final weekend, which basically happened to Boy- – oh, no, it did not happen because um, last year was not the case. Um, I'll show you directly, not inter- interject here. If one team was ranked in the latest available CFP selection committee ranking and wins the final weekend of the regular season, they will be declared the host. If that, if in that same scenario, the team that was the highest ranked team in the latest available CFP selection committee ranking loses in the final weekend of the regular, regular season, a composite average of selected computer rankings will be used. So if Utah State wins the division, that could come in play. We probably should have had people write this down. 
<laughs> before I th- but I'm just I'm just I'm just nodding along on my end. Sure, it is quite a bit reading through. I'm like, wait, what? Wait a minute, because last year it was Fresno was ranked. Or no, 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 Boise was ranked but lost, but still get the host. Correct. Yes. So in this scenario, because this is the exact same scenario, so they're not going to use the new rankings on Sunday night. They're going to use whatever was available the week prior. So let's just say Utah State's ranked, which if they have one, two losses, there's a possibility. Both teams could be ranked higher, whoever, who's ranked. If Fresno or San Diego State have one loss or two, decent chance they're going to be ranked. And so here's how – let me kind of break it down a bit clearer, hopefully. So they'll be declared the host if they win. So whoever's ranked higher in their most recent playoff rankings if in this scenario will host. Simple enough, right? So there you go. That's the Cliff Notes version. And But if they lose, they don't host, essentially. Oh, no, no, excuse me. No, let me rephrase it. Let's just say, okay, this is getting weird again. I'll make this as simple as possible. Um, if the high, Here's what it is. If the team that was ranked higher, so let's just say Utah State was ranked higher, loses, a composite average rankings will be used, which is odd because what if two teams are ranked and Utah State loses, whoever's ranked higher loses, but the team below wins? I have a feeling we should probably not worry about this We're stuff. Not. Until I just saw it. I was just curious. I just wanted to bring it up. I know. No, you're <laughs> correct. I just that just came to my mind last second. So let's um let's hope this doesn't happen, right? Yeah, let's let's Actually, I want it to happen because to... it's drama and I want good cool things to happen like that. I want intrigue. But um yeah, let's move on. Let's go my West Division picks. I have Hawaii at the bottom going over in conference play. Mm-hmm. That means San Jose State wins. Just letting you know, folks. <laughs> they win a conference game again. Um, San Jose State's fifth at, um, what, 2-10? and 10? Do I have them? Yeah, 2-10. and 10. Then I have a UNLV team at 6-6 six and six where they do not win the uh, Fremont Cannon. And then people are going to make fun of me. I have Nevada 8-4. and four. Pausing for laughter on the podcast end. Earbud end. 8-4. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and having lost to Fresno, Boise, NC, and San Diego State all at home. Then I have uh, San Diego State with nine and three with a Stanford, Boise State, Fresno loss, and then I have a Fresno State with a one loss to Boise State. All right. So uh, let's talk about the division real quick. I was thinking about it. Let me go back to Nevada really quick because people are gonna. I, I'm intrigued by Nevada, as everybody knows. I never. I don't know if I didn't look closely enough or never dawned on me too much. I know they have a great home field advantage, but they got they're the three toughest games are at home. Yes, they are. Are they going to really lose all three of those games? Well, I mean, they are against the class of the conference, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to say no. <laughs> but what I'm getting at is, like, maybe I'm too high in their offense. I just think they'll put a lot of points. Defense is a huge concern. I get it. But they have a great home field advantage. One's a rival game. I know back-to-back Fresno-Boise. That stretch is hard, too. Don't get me wrong. It's the Fresno-Boise at Hawaii and then back home to San Diego State. Mm-hmm. Is there a buy in there? I just have my their schedule in order. Do you know if there's a bye week between the, any of those games? Not off the top of my okay, head. Okay, well, don't worry about it. But, like, realistically, I think they have a decent chance to knock off at least one of those teams. So if you had to choose one. Oh, there we go. I knew it. It's coming. I think I said this in the Nevada podcast. I'd pick San Diego State. All right. Because, let's just say Nevada gets out to a quick... 17-0 lead, 17-3 lead, something double digits in the first quarter, first half. 
Aztecs offense isn't built upon scoring lots of. They can. Don't get me wrong. They, I've seen them do it, but it's not the norm where they go out and score forty-five points in a game. Typically, they can. They can. I wouldn't be surprised to say Juan Washington or somebody who not just running back but kick, returning kicks, where it's been a huge plant. Why they beat Boise State a couple years ago, and they had the get the gets Fresno. I believe they had that as well last year. They could do special teams plays to get on the board quickly, but Christian Chapman, for how good he is, and we've seen him do big drives and be clutch. I don't see him doing it a full game where they're down 15 points, 14 points, having to throw 35, 40 times. They're still going to hand a ball off to Washington, run and run, and hopefully he has huge game, huge gains on the ground. But if it's going to rely on Chapman to need to score to keep pace, I don't know if that'll happen. That's the most likely game because that's what my that's my point. Because Aztecs offense doesn't normally score a lot of points if they're down early. I don't know. I'd, I'd give Nevada a pretty good chance at home if they're up, say, 17 to 6 at halftime. I think a lot of it is going to depend on how well that offense can take care of the football. Because one of the things that you can look back at last year's games is, you know, in the nine games that they lost, you know, no team in the conference, or in losses, rather, I should just say that in general. No team in the conference but San Jose State threw more interceptions than in games that they lost than the Wolfpack did last year. Sure, they and yeah, you're right. And they threw the ball more often than anybody except for San Jose State in the games that they lost. So I think if they can just improve a little bit in that regard, like if they can improve in their capacity to rally when they're like down by seven, down by fourteen and things like that, you know, I think that you know, that will be able to give themselves a shot to reach their ceiling. Sure, they're true, and in, in the wins, the three wins they had, they're plus five, which is dumb because that's a pretty good, easy stat to look at. But you're right, in those losses, if they had 18 total turnovers, 13 picks, so they throw a lot, so there's going to be more chances. But that's the team I'd pick. If you had to pick a team, what would be the most likely upset for Nevada at home between those three? Hmm. Or would you not pick any at all? Because you can go that way too. I don't think I would. No, no. I think I'm pretty pretty confident in my projection there. Okay, I am too. I have all, for the record, I have all three losses for Nevada, but my I don't know what, why I'm thinking they're a decent chance to do something. But all right, so any other team? So in the, the division, um, shoot, I have too many tabs here. In that West Division, I have Fresno winning. You have Fresno winning. Oh, should we go to the title game, or do we need to go to bowl selections really quick? keep people waiting we can do whichever one you want i have eight bowl teams and that's ridiculous yeah so do i <laughs> are all eight teams gonna go bowling no are there gonna be eight teams to go bowling no are bowl eligible no i'll say that right now there won't be because i have four west division teams who are six wins or more <laughs> mm-hmm. as you do as well correct yes that's not gonna happen is it you never know it's true but it's it's not gonna happen the West, the West Division is better than it has been the last couple of years. True, but realistically, like if there are eight teams, are they all going to go to the bowl game? Because we know the Pac-12 is not sending any teams with five wins. They're like, nope, sorry. Air Force is first line APR if they get five wins or close. Mm-hmm. But there's only five. Bowl, let's go to the bowl. There's only five bowl bowl positions locked in for the Mountain West. Yeah, I mean, even if things break out the way that I think that they will. With you know a team from the Mountain West going to a, a New Year's Day bowl Spoilers, game. Spoilers, we're not there yet. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> <That's> whatever. <fine. laughs> um, I still think that you know th- there's still not going to be enough space for that. 
Here's their lineup really quick. Um, we have the Las Vegas Bowl gets first pick, unless obviously mm-hmm. Big Money Bowl game. I'm going by guaranteed spots. So Vegas one, Idaho two, not in order, but I'm just mentioning them. Idaho second, uh, Mexico's third option, Hawaii four, and then the Arizona Bowl's fifth. There is a backup spot in the Cactus Bowl, which could be interesting, two twofold. With the APR thing not in play for Pac-12 with five wins, because Cal, if they're getting five wins, they're in a decent chance to get a bowl game. But they're not allowing mm-hmm. any teams with five wins, so there's a chance there. If the Big 12, say, TCU, Oklahoma do really good and maybe go to a playoff or a big money bowl game, that frees up a spot there at the bottom because Texas sucks and are not going to go to a bowl game. Until they... <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I, that's my big prediction at College Football News. Like, who's the biggest disappointment? It's always Texas until they win 10 games. Something they haven't done since 2009, I might add you. Oh, I know. I'm just saying. We're both aware. I'm just saying. That's why I'm not going to buy Texas until they get to maybe nine wins. I'll say, okay, I think they're good <laughs> again. But that's a possibility. The, it's not the Foster's Farm Bowl. What's it called now? Um, um, Levi Stadium. Didn't it, cha- uh, didn't it change names? I don't know if you saw the thing that – I don't know if you saw the thing that Matt Hinton put out there. Apparently, it's called the San Francisco Bowl now. Just Never the San Francisco mind the Bowl? they play the game in Santa Clara. That stadium, yeah. I, was there, I was nearby recently. It's pretty nice. looks good. It shares, a, shares the parking lot with uh, Great America. I hear it's terrible. The stadium itself? Yes. Or, or Great America? <laughs> no, I love Great America. Oh, so do I. I hear I'm Levi's stadium is awful, that. though. It looks fine. Like, I was on some high rides. It looks pretty good. But we know Pac-12 title game attendance hasn't been all that good. Just prepare, Just be prepared to bring a, you know, a bill of... Uh, bill of 20s or what of 20s for water <laughs> Jeez. also if you're not following matt Hinton on twitter you should because even though he's not really writing college football anywhere he does a lot of great college football stuff um mm-hmm. because he is the only reason i he's the reason i stopped reading dr saturday because he's no longer there it's been years but he is a one-man college football machine grantland cbs yeah. dr saturday i think he did up rocks for a minute saturday down south but Give him a fall. He he knows his stuff. He's he's great at it. So go whatever. Go follow him and see what he's up to right now. Matt R. Hinton on Twitter. That was a good plug for you, Matt. So, yeah, the other Matt's. So what's your bull? I have my bull projections here. Did you be, Were you able to write out some bull lineups? No, I've been a little too lazy for That's that. Fine. So <laughs> I'll, I'll do this. Here, I'll go with money. Tell me if I'm if I'm correct or not correct. Okay, let's do that. So I'll make it easier. Um, Shoot, where's my bull? Am I on page two here? Hold on. Lovely. I'm doing so awesome. New Mexico Bowl. I have Wyoming versus Middle Tennessee State. I could see that. Because, I mean, the, these – I should we should probably mention that the tie-ins on the other end uh, don't have much of an order too, do they? Uh, no, I don't think so. This would be um, – I'll do that really quick. Conference USA. Most of them don't nowadays. It's typically um, – especially with the group of five, they just want the best matchup. Big, yeah. Big 12, Big 10, they typically have mostly in order. But then you'll see ACC is like team three, four, five, or six, or Notre Dame. And so it's mm-hmm. like there's a little order typically to champion maybe the first two bowl games. In the Mountain West, it's what typically been Vegas, um, Idaho, right? Well, it's There's no point like, stadium. That was usually the second spot before when that was around. Yeah, there's Vegas at the top, then there's like the three bowls in the middle, and then the Arizona Bowl at the bottom. And the Hawaii Bowl gets um, usually the second to worst, the most desirable team, unless it's Hawaii, because they're there no matter what. Yeah. Outside of Fiesta Bowl or whatever. So, yeah, the other side just typically doesn't matter. So, you got I got Middle Tennessee State from CUSA playing Wyoming in the uh, Guild and New Mexico, New Mexico Bowl, December 15th. So. 
All Las right. Vegas Bowl. I'm going in date order as well, so that's why this may seem out of place. It's December 15th, uh, 2 Eastern, 11 Pacific. Then you got the Vegas Bowl. I have Fresno State versus Cal. Oh, wait. I gave away a little bit there. It's okay. That's, yeah. we'll, we'll go back to it. You'll figure it out, folks. You're listening, right? We got your download already, don't we? Hopefully. You're smart. You guys are smart. If you heard every podcast before, you know what the deal is, mostly. Fresno State, um, Cal, which means Cal's probably going to be, what, 6-6, six and 7-5? Six, and five? God, I hope they can get a better opponent than I, that. I know, but the bowl game itself, I'm like... So who would you pick? Because you already mentioned you're going to have a, a big money bowl game like I do as well. So who would you be your biggest bowl pick from the conference? Because that's the easy one to go with. So the Las Vegas Bowl takes the sixth team out of the Pac-12, if I'm looking at this correctly. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, assuming that they don't have a semifinal uh, college football playoff team this year. And I kind of think, yeah. I kind of think that they will. I do too. I kind of like Washington a bit for that, maybe. But I'm just hoping they can get a team that won like seven or eight games rather than a six and six team. And I think in that case, you know, I would hope that you know a team like, for instance, Arizona could rebound, mm-hmm. and maybe you know maybe if they finish middle of the pack in the Pac-12 South, they're still a good enough opponent to be able to send to Vegas. That would be fun because you could watch Jeff Tedford's defense shut down Khalil Tate. That would be fun. And, you know, there would be about 100 points in that game, too. Because I think Fresno's offense is going to be much better, and Arizona will put up points regardless. But, yeah, so, I mean, if, if, if I'm just kind of throwing stuff out there and see what sticks, yeah, I would hope for, like, an eight, a 7 or 8 win team like Arizona. For that to happen, you'd want only – because Rose Bowl is the semifinal, correct? I believe oh, so, yes. it doesn't help this year. You know why? Because – No. Well – Actually, maybe it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. No, that's good. That's a good thing, actually. Sorry, I think the other way around. Because they're gonna because if the Rose Bowl was not a semifinal, they'd take Big Ten, Pac-12, no matter what. Mm-hmm. So even if the team got in the playoff, they'd still take that team from the conference because we want that matchup. So ideally, you'd want nobody in the playoff so you'd have the better pecking order. Because if you get, say, semifinal team and at least one other team, that you're looking at team seven or eight. And, or... Maybe I know this is odd. Not throw it out there; it's it's crazy, but it happened a couple years ago. Houston played San Diego State. There's a trade involved. That's true. because Pac-12 didn't have enough teams. So you could there's two ways to think of this. Arizona would be a great opponent. I would like that a lot against whoever's there. Any team that in the top three, or even say Wyoming, maybe maybe just saying, has a good mm-hmm. enough defense to make that game fun to, for offense versus defense. I would welcome any opportunity to bash another American team. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting to. So um, a matchup that could be the case, like you see the Ed Oliver Heisman, like he's not one of the Heisman. Quit wasting money, Houston. You don't have the money to waste on a Heisman campaign. SI, quit putting he- Oliver number one, the best player in college football. He's not the best player in college football. He's really good. Maybe the first draft pick, but he's not the best player. That's a hot take. Is it really? It might San be. San Diego State kind of shut him down a couple years ago, right? A little bit. I'm just saying. I'm not bit. saying he... We're not going to get into who the best player is, but well, Heisman. I don't care about the Heisman. He's not going to Heisman, but I don't. I'm not going. I'm just going to say he's not the best player in college football. Just saying. All right. So other options would be some American team, like say, can we please get Boise versus UCF somehow in this game? <laughs> what What do I do to make that happen, Matt? Get UCF in this matchup versus Boise State. That's a very good question. I think both of those teams have to lose multiple games. What was Houston's record that year? Were they ten and two, or did they win the conference that year? I don't think they did. No, I think they were like nine and three when they got embarrassed by San Diego State after that first quarter. After the first eighteen minutes, 
It was the year after they went to the Sugar Bowl and won it. Yeah, I know that was the case. Yeah, they um, they won 34-10. Um, yeah, it was December 2016. Let me say a quick look really quick. As we are. They were 9-3 and three headed into that game, I think. Is that right? Yeah. Or they finished 9-3. I don't know how that works out in here. But, yeah, it had to be a multiple loss team where, I don't know, it'd be fun. Like, here's the thing. There should be an American Mountain West Bowl game somewhere. They're scared. They're used, they're, well, there's also, like Craig Thompson mentioned at me today, he wants bowls in the West Coast, which I get. But they used to have the Armed Forces Bowl. They used to be part of the Liberty Bowl. Which was like I think CUSA one versus Mountain West one, which is a pretty always a pretty good matchup. Give us like the new Dallas Bowl or something, right in the middle. Yeah, that'll work. Well, let's move on though. Idaho Potato Bowl. I right, San Diego State versus Buffalo. Mac Mountain you think, West. You, the Aztecs would hate that. I know they would. Like I feel like you know, every, there's one team that seems to get a raw deal every single year. Who was it? These bowl matchups. Who was it last year? Oh, last year. Now I'm trying to think. Because <laughs> I know two years ago it was Air Force getting a raw deal, getting sent to the Arizona Bowl. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I'm not, now I'm trying to think. I'll look it up real quick. So you don't like that matchup at all? I Well, no, I'm not saying I don't like the matchup. I think Buffalo is going to be a pretty interesting team to watch this year because they've got some playmakers on their offense. But I'm saying, like, if, if San Diego State's ending up in Boise after, like, a 9 or 10 win year... That's going to be a huge bummer. Like, at least send them someplace like Hawaii at that point. Sure. Um, last year, San Diego State got to go to arm play Army in the Armed Forces Bowl. Um, mm-hmm. I guess if we were to pick a team last year, I guess it would be CSU. But they only won seven, six games. Or seven games. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, maybe not last year. It just seems like most years there's at least one the Air, team. The Air Force one really stands. Or the, back, or the Nevada CSU game the year before. <laughs> yeah. Bowl game, so... There's been a couple, so that's a... I know Aztec fans would hate it. Maybe Hawaii, but I have Utah State going to Hawaii to play Southern Miss. I would probably flip those two then. Okay, that's fair. Although although then you would run into the problem of sending the Aggies twice to the Blue Turf in like a month. There's that too as well. True. Also, should be noted, Hawaii Bowl game is on December 22nd, not Christmas Eve anymore. So you can... That's a bummer. So you can't avoid your family Christmas Eve. <laughs> but you can't avoid your family on the 22nd. Of course you so can. So there's that. Yeah, upside. that's a late... Latish kick seven thirty uh, Pacific there what five thirty Hawaii you got then I mm-hmm. then went the Cactus Bowl as an option and so I'm predicting CSU versus Oregon in that game that would be an interesting matchup that would be I that for me that means the Big Twelve would not get enough to, would not have a team in there either they get two teams in the Big Money Bowl game or they're not gonna they're not gonna do that here's why they would here's why they would the Sugar Bowl is now officially Big Twelve they're doing what the uh, the Rose Bowl is doing. No matter what, it's Pac-12, Big or yeah, Pac-12, Big Ten. Sugar Bowls, no matter what, Big Twelve, SEC. So let's just say Oklahoma or TCU are good enough to get to the playoff. The next team below is going to go to that um, Sugar Bowl spot, no matter what. I guess that makes. That's sense. why a Mountain West team or a Group of Five team will never go to the Sugar Bowl and never and never go to the Rose Bowl again. Because they yeah, want the game. It's, it's fine. Let them have well, it. I know, that, I know. That's what I'm just saying. Why that Big 12 is more likely to not be there. But that would be a fun matchup. And then the Arizona Bowl. I have, um, it's a Mountain West versus Sun Belt this year. CUSA is involved occasionally. Or New Mexico State as a backup. I have Nevada versus New Mexico State. That would be a fun matchup. That would be. A few people questioned my saying there's not enough Sun Belt teams. I'm like, well, 
Prove me wrong. I could these these are just project projections. I'm not I'm no expert. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what I'm thinking. But that would be fun. There'd be um, New Mexico State like Pro Football Focus mentioned they have like a really good defense coming back, and so mm-hmm. we'll see that three to zero Wyoming Mexico State game next week. I guess if that's the case. And then I have the Fiesta Bowl, Boise State. Spoiler: They're one of the conference folks versus Wisconsin. All right. That means I'm probably having three Big Ten teams. I didn't think this through enough that make a big money bowl game. Or there's no playoff team for the Big Ten because Ohio State just flames out because of Urban Meyer stuff. Oh, God, I hope so. <laughs> That's why it gets weirder and weirder every day. So I don't want to see another Big Ten team get pants in the playoff. <laughs> Who was it before? Um, I just, Michigan, it was Michigan State getting like 40, embarrassed by Alabama. Like 45-10 or something? Yeah, it was like that. It was really horrible to watch um okay first of all you're gonna have to flip fresno state and boise state because i think they're going to the fiesta bowl that's fine that's okay i think this is finally the year i hope so and i'm 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 not ready to be hurt again (laughs) (laughs) but you know so i would put fresno in the fiesta i put boise in the las vegas bowl and then I don't know. I feel like I would find some room for UNLV somewhere. It's hard. That's the problem. I, I have that's because I have six. I have what one, two, three, four, five. I have six, seven bowl games here. I guess that Foster's Farms Bowl get get in there. It's just I don't know where. If they're bowl eligible, that what would really help them out is getting seven wins. If that's on the table, because seven wins puts them because now the they made the rule where there's like six and six Illinois or six and six. Syracuse gets in over like a nine win. Like La Tech mm-hmm. was it didn't La Louisiana Tech get left out of the bowl game with like ten wins a couple years ago? Because uh, they kept trying to get a better matchup with before Dykes took off to Cal. Yeah, I think something so. like that happened. So so where would you where could you put I know it's, there's a million bowl games, but where would you put UNLV? Like were they that San Francisco Bulls they're sort of a tie in with the Mountain West, not really. I mean, I think that you would I think I'd probably put them in the Arizona Bowl. Over uh, Nevada, yeah. Okay, I think in in my scenario, it's probably Nevada and Wyoming that get left out. Interesting. Two teams left out. I'm only leaving out one team. Well, I'm ass- I'm assuming there's six bowl games. Right? I have seven. Yeah. Well, I have six. Oh, you know. Oh, oh. Okay. No Cactus Bowl then. Well, no. I have the Cactus Bowl. Vegas, Idaho, New Mexico, Hawaii, Arizona, Cactus, and a big money bowl game too, right? That, oh, yeah, that's seven. That. Yeah. So then, okay. So then, disregard what I just said and just say Wyoming gets shut out. Wow, Wyoming gets shut out. Oh man, with that defense. Sadly, yeah. Dang. All right, that, that's fair. I'm just just looking around, see what you're up to. Um, so let me look at real quick. I pulled up CBS's just because they're the first one that came to my mind. They have um, Boise State, Stanford in the Fiesta Bowl. That would be a game I would watch. Uh, that would be appointment viewing, I think. More, you think so? Why do you think that? Would that be better matchup than Wisconsin? Oh yeah, with John, Jonathan Taylor versus Stanford. Stanford, Stanford would be super fun to watch. We'll get to see him when they. Play. I mean, I'm already looking forward to them playing San Diego State in September. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, if the offense comes together the way that I think a lot of Cardinal fans can't, you know, think it can, you know, you combine that, you know. Re, you know the recent history of you know being able to run the football, especially with a player like Bryce Love, with a defense that's always pretty solid. At least you know going up against Boise State, that's like you know 
a defensive battle waiting to happen, I think. All right. Here's a couple what CBS has as well. They they like your pick with the UNLV and the uh, Arizona Bowl versus New Mexico State. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just super high in Nevada. That's a problem I'm thinking here. Why well, have too many teams? Um, Marshall versus Wyoming in the Hawaii Bowl. They have Buff- okay. Buffalo, Utah State in the Potato Bowl. Then they have Fresno versus Colorado in the Vegas Bowl. What are your thoughts on that one? <laughs> Ralphie? Uh, I mean, I don't think Colorado's going to make a Neither bowl. do I. <laughs> so I don't know where that's coming and from. And then they have Aztec fans would hate this. North Texas in the New Mexico Bowl. That North Texas team is really It will be, but they are service. That would be that would be, you know, a very big contrast to styles where you got the, the, the Aztecs defense versus that being green offense. It would be interesting. Like I realize it'd be good but most fans are like what, really? North Texas? Who are they? Are they in the Sun Belt still? Are they division one double A? So um and then really quick Cactus Bowl, they have Iowa State versus Cal. Oh, they do have Nevada, sorry. Ooh. Here's what they do. They have okay, I did find Nevada here. Wake Forest versus Nevada in the Quick Lane Bowl taking a Big Ten spot. Interesting. So Reno to Detroit. That would be interesting. Wake Forest. I'm not gonna complain. Wait, don't sleep on Wake Forest. They might surprise you this year with their seven to five victory wins. <laughs> well, I mean, yes and no. I mean, they're probably not going to be competing for the A, you know, the ACC title or anything like that. But you know. Dave Clawson's got a history of building programs, and if they win eight or nine games this year, that's a pretty good matchup for a Nevada team. So they have – let me look. They have, oh, no, they don't have eight teams. They only have seven. They have – they did a, contr- a control F search. I put Mountain West, but six pull up, but there's a little asterisk. They have San Diego State, Fresno State, Utah State, Wyoming, UNLV, Boise State, and Nevada. So no Colorado State, it looks like. They're 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 slipping. Oh no no sorry I I misspoke again. I need to read better. First responder bowl in Dallas. <laughs> is that that's not a real thing? Yes is yes it, it is. <laughs> is that is that what used to be the heart of Dallas? Yes. Bowl? Okay. That's what it's called. So yes, they have CSU versus Southern Miss. That what they're saying is no, they don't like the Big Ten or the Big Ten has too many good teams because they're going with um, three's not the case, which is interesting. They only have. Uh, Oh, they have three Big Ten teams and big money bowl games. That's why. They go with um, Ohio State in the playoff. And I'm pretty sure this is done before the Urban Meyer stuff, but still, who knows? They could still be good. Uh, Wisconsin and Penn State. So they do. So we're not we're not up in the night. CBS says they have eight bowl teams. Do I need to update my predictions and put an eighth bowl team in there to give them a spot? Yeah, we can wait and see how things shake out. I'll do that out. after week zero because I'll do a bowl projection every week, folks, whether you like it or not. Let's let's wait and see whether Colorado State and Wyoming actually win in week zero before we start changing things around. I'm just saying. There will be an update after week zero, I'm telling you, as with my weekly quarterback rankings as well. Sweet. Just saying, when I get to see the new Wyoming quarterback, actually see who the CSU Rams are putting at quarterback and Hawaii, there's going to be some changes. At least there will be names in places there weren't before. Like, TBD is not All fun right. to break a quarterback position. So let me ask you this, because we, I didn't get to this with you before, as I'm trying not to hog the airtime here. Um, who's your um, – you want you pick Fresno for the uh, big money bowl game. What would your matchup want to be, Fresno-Stanford? Or Fresno – or you just want to be there, just be invited finally and get a chance? Yeah, that's pretty much all I could ask for at this point. Side note, Sugar Bowl matchup, Georgia versus Texas. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> just Texas is going to win like seven games, and we're all going to be wondering why we ranked them in the preseason again. No, they will go, yes, they'll go six and six, win their bowl game, like pretty good, like 31 14, where it's a comfortable win, and be 17th next year. 
right? It's totally, it's totally them, them in Tennessee, right? Let's let's move on. So let's go. To, I didn't go to your prediction. So what's your um, Mountain West title game project game projection then? Well, if you haven't put it together by now, I have Fresno State over Boise State. We got to make it easy for the folks, Matt. Just tell them it's Fresno State over Boise State. Okay, I am doing the opposite: Boise over Fresno State. How much? How how excited are people going to be for a rematch? If they are both as we project, um, here's the one thing: it's not back to back, which is helpful. That's true. That's a big deal. Um, if Boise is, if they're both sitting at eleven and twelve wins in that title game, they're both going to be ranked, right? You'd imagine. I would hope so. Yeah. It's because if Boise's twelve and zero, they're probably going to be fifteen-ish. I'd say maybe a little higher. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Fresno would be. They'd have the late loss to Boise State three weeks prior. So if they beat San Diego State, that helps. San Jose State, who cares? They. Should be ranked. I'm not sure if they will. They're at 11 and one. They better be ranked at 11 and one. They should be because if you beat if UCLA, Minnesota do well, Toledo, they should be. I'm just going off what the rankers like to do. Yeah, or the SID poll, whatever it's called. <laughs> uh, there. What's one thing I want to ask about the season? The teams. We got more to talk about, folks. We're not done here. Let's do this. Let's take a quick timeout because we're already at 49 minutes, Matt, and we're not mm. done yet. All right. So we'll take a quick time out and be back momentarily. All right. Thank you for hanging with us during whatever commercial we played or fast forward through. I don't care. You, we're, you're listening still. Um, let's do um, so you pick, Fresno, Boise State. Where would that be hosting then? Who would you, what would you say at Boise? Your, well, your picks, you could already tell, right? Well, yeah, it would be in Fresno. In Fresno. Um, if it's in Boise, would you go to that game, the title one? Mm, maybe. Maybe. That, would depend on what, that would be that would depend on whether I could afford it. Sure, you did get a new job, so maybe that's true. <laughs> there you go. All right, uh, anything else we need to discuss about the order of finish? Any um, what before we get to our kind of questions? Oh, let me let me get to this for real quick. Did you read the SI piece that people are clamoring about? That's so odd. I have not. So a piece written by Joan Neeson, who I know for about two seconds from other stuff she's done. I'm not sure where she's coming from on part of this. Because first off the title, which did you see the tweet I put out about in response to it? Dang, may don't follow our Twitter account. What are you doing? You, whatever. It's fine. I'll, I'll forgive you this one time. I hope so. Jeez. No, I'm totally <laughs> messing with it. All right. So this year's UCF. These group oh, of five no. These I group hear of, about that. <laughs> these group of five schools can make noise in the playoff debates. First off, nobody's going to make the playoff in the group of five. Let's just start there. Correct. That would be a miracle if they did, but I don't think so. You are correct on that. So, the tweet I did, let me go through. It got mentioned quite a bit. So, did they know um, group of five teams during BCS and New York Six Bowl run? Here's exactly what I put it. Undefeated teams from G5 and, and also who won a BCS or New York Six Bowl game prior to UCF's 2017 run. Utah 04, Boise State 06, Utah 08, Boise 09, TCU 10. Um... UCF seven years later. <laughs> it also should be noted that Utah 08 team, very close to being in the playoff. TCU 2010 team where, was it Frank Carter swatted down the two-point conversion versus Wisconsin for the victory? Those teams were extremely close to... <laughs> Sorry, I'm playing tweet. We're pretty close to playoff. UCF wasn't all that close. No, and that's because they didn't play a real defense until November. 
Did they though? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> There's a couple decent teams. Let's, let's not let's not rehash that whole thing. But the my whole point national is, national championship thing is still ridiculous. I only, have, I only have a week left to, to point that out. I fight anybody on Twitter, even though they're good buddies. I'm like, no, I don't care, because I'll get the one argument like Utah, their AG attorney general tried to sue. I'm like, that does nothing. Don't talk. Does nothing. By I S&P mean, by S&P plus, you know they didn't face a top forty defense until November, like literally. And they almost lost those games. UCF game, right? Was or USF game, right? They almost lost the USF game, and they well, and they they do, the office didn't look especially impressive against Auburn, even though they won. So as soon as they run into yeah. a real defense this year, they're gonna the, the tune is gonna change real quick. Exactly. Um, so my point being, first off, no team's gonna make it this year. UCF. Um, you're more, it's just a funny thing like well in one metric by NCAA standards I'm like no I'll make fun of UCF I'll make fun of Alabama who's claimed half a dozen national titles that don't exist it's like be proud of your undefeated season also you missed Georgia Tech which could have been a loss who knows the option's weird because weird stuff can happen when you go up against that team but just celebrate I know I made a t-shirt for Boise State fans that's champion, national champions it's in jest it's in fun but come on Here's the thing, too, that really kind of ticks me off about the article. Boise State, that's her first team she mentioned. She mentioned Boise, Fresno, San Diego State. Also, um, Florida Atlantic, question mark? You know what? If they could beat Oklahoma, anything's possible after that. You think their schedule will hold? I guess they beat Oklahoma, but I guess if Houston nearly got it for that. I think if Conference USA ends up being tougher than a lot of people expect it could be, then yeah. Yeah, but will the people who vote really look at that closely? No, probably not, because they never do. That's my that's my point. So, but here's the thing about Boise State, which is which is weird. What she does. Um, let's see. The very end of schedule. Schedule though leaves something to be desired. Does it? Wait, Boise they, schedule. That's what she says here. I'll read exactly what it says. Um, she says the team should be very very good. The schedule though leaves something to be desired. It's non conference slate opens with Troy on the road. I might add you which has been good for a Power 5 upset every few years, but doesn't carry too much weight with the playoff committee. True, but they're going to win maybe 10 games, which does. Um, and then UConn, okay, they're terrible. The Broncos do travel to Oklahoma State in Week 3, which will be the game that makes or breaks their playoff hopes. They could face four ranked teams this year. Yeah. Oklahoma State will is, what, 25th right now or something? Fresno San Diego State could be ranked, should be ranked. And whoever they play in the title game, if they make it that far, Fresno San Diego State probably will be ranked and if Troy wins the Sun Belt possibility maybe BYU gets this, does something a little bit better seven wins maybe six wins but bold bold team it's like no the schedule is tougher than they're giving credit for yeah Ford Atlantic yeah they play they do yeah, play UCF that, make, Oklahoma, that argument doesn't make a Air lot Force. of sense is that why do you think she's doing that route saying that I have no idea have it, no it's clue. just odd and so I'm like it's like Conference USA is not that tough right no, I mean, it is a little bit soft, especially near the bottom. I mean, it has some good teams like North Texas, I think, is going to be really good this year. You know, La, La Tech could be good this year. But Middle overall, State, I don't really see where the argument's coming from. Uh, me neither. Um, let's see. Nothing. Um, this is interesting, too. Okay. She's completely weird, weird on schedule stuff. If, this is referring to Aztecs really quick. If the Mountain West is as strong as it looks on paper, the Aztecs schedule should help their case. Then how does it not help Boise State's case who plays Fresno and San Diego State? 
Yeah, I have no idea. Because <laughs> she mentioned here they play Boise State Week Six, Fresno Week Week Twelve. They also have Stanford, and they mentioned Arizona State, which eh, we'll see. I mean, let's or, put I it let's put it this way: UCF is facing like a bad North Carolina team, a bad who lost after team, team for selling Jordans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that, which by the way, pay the players. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, and they they do face off against Florida Atlantic, which will be kind of an interesting matchup. Mm-hmm. You know, if and that's why you know if if FAU can you know, make hay in non conference play, then all of a sudden you're going to get people's attention. But I mean, let's not pretend that UCF's non-conference slate is anything to like, you know, gloat about. It's it's maybe not as abysmal as it was last year, but it could be. Like you know, Boise's not playing any South Carolina states. Nope. You know, no, Troy, Stony Troy Brook. could win. Troy could win ten games. They could win the Sun Belt. You know, Oklahoma State's probably going to be a pretty good team. Yeah, I don't know where that argument is coming from. And then there's this Fresno State. I'll finish off with this. Win at Minnesota in week two and at UCLA in week three. And the Bulldogs have something like – this. Is, I'm not paraphrasing. Somebody needs to edit this. Something like smooth sailing until November <laughs> when they get Boise and San Diego, San Diego no, State back to back. come on. They're, they're, okay, they're underselling the West Division first and foremost. And Wyoming. And Wyoming, yeah. And Toledo. It's not good. Yeah, what, what about Toledo? <laughs> I know. It's like oh, – man, it's – Whatever. Sports Illustrated. They also had a kicker in their top 100 players in college football. Whatever. That's true. I I don't know. They need to have somebody who knows these leagues better. And then they also include Davy on the list. Whatever. Let me. Want to know something? I'm going to call right now. What are you going to call right now? I've already predicted this the opposite way. But no. Excuse me. I'll wait till we get to our bold take section. I found a new bold take for next year. Let's get to it. All right. We already went to the title game participants and winner. Matt Dark Horse team in the title game and winner. Excluding Boise, Fresno, or San Diego State. Well, I'll give you the same two teams I did in March. Utah State over UNLV. I made some changes. That's very good. I made changes. I, I, everybody knows I love Nevada for <laughs> quite a bit. I'm going Utah State over Nevada, though. I do have Nevada winning the West somehow as my dark horse. And Utah State, people have been telling me more and more I should pay attention, so I'm going to pay attention and All say right. Aggies over the Wolfpack. And well, they're on they're on Facebook all the time this year. You have no yeah, excuse. The home of Utah State Aggies, home of Facebook football. Exactly. Also, if that's in Logan, I'm taking the 90 minute drive, two hour drive to watch that game as well. Nice. Biggest disappointment of 2018. I would go first. Wyoming not bringing back the rainbow uniforms. That's just kind of the biggest annual disappointment. It's been two years, I believe, since they've had those teams or those. Um, uniforms correct at Somewhere. least once just bring them back one game senior night homecoming come on preferably a game we can all watch yeah true so it means a road game not yeah <laughs> not senior like night yeah. <laughs> oh. do it week zero and everybody's watching man come on right yeah um so what's your big what's your big pick there uh well i, I had wyoming if only because you know, as we alluded to earlier, I don't know if the offense is going to make enough ground, and I don't know if the defense, which I fully expect to be great again, is going to be able to carry them week to week. I feel like you know this year is going to end up a lot like, like a lot like last year, where there's still going to be some growing pains on offense, and that's really going to hold them back. Interesting. Not but to I... say that not to say that they're going to be a bad team, but I don't think they're going to be the contender that a lot of other people think they will be. I don't think they'll be a contender, but they'll be better than last year, I think. Um, as for our staff, we had 11 responses. It's kind of all over the board. 
for biggest disappointment. A title game was basically um, who we thought. Boy, it's comp- some combo of Boise, Fresno, San Diego State. Majority of people chose Boise State on that one. Dark Horse, a lot of uh, Wyoming. They had uh, Nevada in there. CSU over Nevada. Utah State defeating Nevada. Utah State, Nevada. So you had a couple of UNLV in there, so that's interesting. But as for biggest disappointment, you had Fresno State. You had two chose Nevada. Um, well, actually three with Nevada because I don't think Ty Gaines will be as good. Aztecs, two for UNLV, one for Utah State, and two for Wyoming. So it's kind of all over the board. And I can see all those teams. I don't think San Diego State will take a step back too much or Fresno State for all for what it's worth. But all the other teams, I could see something that could consider a disappointment. Mm-hmm. So biggest surprise, what will be your biggest surprise this year? Well, I guess it's worth repeating what I said earlier. I'm very high on Colorado State. And nope. I think that I think that they're going to finish with a better record at a minimum than they did last year. I think they're going to break that 7-6 and six streak that they've had going a few years. So there's no more Mike Bobo Day? No, I don't think so. Or at least they're going to reschedule Mike Bobo Day for 2019. What will that be then? It'll be in September. Okay, all right. Just making sure. Early September. All right. Maybe Labor Day, perhaps, if it falls right? Wouldn't that be something? I, I don't – yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm going with Wyoming's offense will be significantly better – without Josh Allen. This is like my last chance to talk about Josh Allen <laughs> for real this time. I'm just saying like, there's a couple of things. It's a couple of reasons why quarter. The, it wasn't all on Josh Allen. I'm honestly saying that it wasn't all on him. He was not that he was, wasn't great last year, but because he wasn't all that good, he was hurt, but they lost all the talent in NFL, bringing in a whole new line, new running game. All those guys have another year of experience. Plus to be honest, it's going to be harder to be worse than they were last year. And it doesn't really matter who's quarterback back there. Because when Nick Smith took over last year, wasn't all that great for those couple of games. He had like a good half against, I think, Air Force or something. But they're going to be better than people think. Not that they're going to be great, but they're not going to be as bad as last year, which will probably get them another win or two on the year. That's fair. And the biggest surprise, other people from our staff, Air Force, which probably means bowl game. Um, no, two Air Forces, a couple of CSU. Fresno exceeds win total from last year. Was that you, Matt? <laughs> No, that was not me. That was not you. Um, no, you picked CSU. Um, Mexico, okay. Um, UNLV, and three for UNLV is the big winner for the biggest surprise, and one for Utah State, um, which was me. That was another big surprise. See, I'm doing multiple things here. I voted. I wrote in this last week, but I'm doing two things. In the actual article, I put, I put Utah State will win 10 games. So I have two bold predictions. All right. All right, time for stupid predictions or stupid upset picks. These are fun. Um, I will start. Nevada wins the Mountain West Conference. <laughs> what? Wait, 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 wait. How can you say that if you have Utah State over Nevada as your dark horse? Stupid upset pick is beyond dark horse. No, okay, so we're having like three tiers? Sure. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. I'm saying I don't dark, know about that. I think dark we're, pushing horse. The, we're pushing the limits of what a stupid prediction actually means. Here's dark, my stupid prediction. Wait, hold on. Dark horse is different than stupid upset pick. Dark horse is like a team you don't expect. Stupid's like, really? Come on. But I can back it up. They got three home, all the three home games you mentioned: Fresno, Boise, San Diego State. Possibly they could beat Hawaii, they could beat San Jose State, they could beat UNLV. Just saying. I don't know, man. That's why it's a stupid upset pick. I think my stupid upset pick is that Fresno State ends up with the highest scoring offense Ooh, in the conference bold. this year. That is more. That's more than Nevada. Yes. I like Nevada's offense to be quite to be pretty good. 
And just for the sake of comparison, the number one scoring offense in the league last year was Colorado State, and they averaged oh. 33 points per oh, game. Scoring. Sorry, they meant totally. I thought you said yards. No, it's just scoring offense. I will say Nevada has the most yards in the offense. All right. Even if they don't win the conference, it does have to be exclusive to each other. All right, here's what some here's some interesting stuff our staff picked on this. Um, Boise loses twice in the Mountain West Conference. Possible, okay. very possible. Um, Tyler Vanderwall makes second team All Mountain West at quarterback for Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Here's me. Nevada wins the Mountain West Conference. <laughs> I know this is Rosh. So I'm gonna call him out for it. Boise State wins New Year's Six game and demands and gets an even larger slice of TV revenue from the Mountain West. <laughs> Kudos for that. Um, San Jose State gets to 500. Wow. See, that's more bold than me saying Nevada's going to the conference. I would say I'd give Nevada better odds to do that than San Jose State. If that offense comes together now. I'm just saying. Oh, we have two San Jose State fans here. They make Somebody says they make a bowl game. Wow. That's even bolder. It's about the same. Almost. Or, or rather, I should say that's even more stupid. <laughs> I don't have names attached to these. I just knew Raj because of the Boise one. Um, no, no. New Mexico. These are good. These are fine. New Mexico reaches the bowl game. That's pretty bold. Um, eight teams get to bowl eligibility. Well, if you listen to us at CBS, that may not be so bold. That one's probably mine. It is. That's still pretty bold, though. Eight yeah. teams. Um, Wyoming finds your replacement for Josh Allen. <laughs> all right. Um, Armani Rogers, first team all conference. I wonder if that's Keith there. All right. Um, New Mexico wins five games. So is that good or bad for bold stupid things? There's a, there's a wide range of stupid predictions there. You know how stupid, I, I like it. You want to know how stupid I am? I put this question in twice. <laughs> so we have more answers here. I apologize. This makes it fun. I, I Maybe this is on purpose. No, it was not, but it makes it more hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. Only one of Fresno State and San Diego State finished top two in the West. Um, there was oh, not, ooh, okay. All that's right. pretty good. That's good. Air Force wins the Mountain Division. Huh. <laughs> I like that response. Um, Utah State, Nevada, and Fresno State fans um, melt down on Twitter as their teams don't reach lofty expectations. I can see that, yeah. I would say Utah State would be number one on the list for compared to any other team. Like, how, Matt, like, speaking of Fresno State, you expect or you predict them to go to a big money bowl game. If they don't, I know you're different than probably other fans. You're probably disappointed a bit, but it's not going to ruin your week or weekend, right? Well, maybe. Well, okay. Okay, <laughs> never let's say just, never. Let's just I mean, say this. I mean, you, were, just, you weren't there in 2013. That's I was, what I was sitting say. by myself watching the San Jose sure. State game. Let me rephrase it. If it's not like a heartbreaking game like that. Like, let's just say they're 10-2 and and they lose just to San Diego State and Boise State. So they're not in the title game, but they would go 10-2. and But I think that that's the minimum expectation of this team is to get to double-digit wins again. Is that too high, though? No. Okay. Just curious. Okay. All right, three-way tie for conference champion. That's impossible. Thank you, whoever put that in. So that would be stupid, I guess. <laughs> we have a winner. Stupidest pick. Sorry, whoever said that. I apologize, but that's impossible. So That's funny, though. That is that's a good one, though. That is quite stupid because it can't happen. Oh, Matt, get, um, do I need to earmuff you, Matt, here? Fresno State does not reach a bowl game. Wow. Okay. I got to have a talk with whoever put that one in. Uh, it could be one of our Aztec writers, maybe. I don't it could know. be. Yeah. <laughs> it could be. Ted, what are you doing? No, I'm just, I, I don't I'm know. Just kidding. I have no clue who it is. Maybe it's good I didn't ask for names on this, Matt. Uh, UNLV wins the West Division. That's pretty bold. 
Um, yours is here. CSU has the top scoring offense in the league. And then somebody's bold prediction is San Jose State wins only four games. All right. Oh, all right. It's getting fun. All right. Biggest storylines for the year. Um, what did you go with? Well, I mean, I think if, if a team like Fresno State is able to make a run to the New Year's Day game, that's going to dominate headlines, especially around here. Sure. So I haven't entered my name. I'm thinking – I'm trying to – I think I was a second – person here is mine um i put i don't like my answer here now but i'll go with it um the comparison between like boise and ucf or mountain west in the american conference mm-hmm. especially if both t- if two or multiple teams are especially at all over hype and then what ucf did even though i have a new coaching staff their quarterbacks back from last year usf should be pretty good there'll be a back and forth i think it may not be that big maybe to us only but if there's like 10 and 0 Fresno 10 and 0 boy you know what I mean like all these teams that are zero losses they're all jumbled between 15, 18 and 25 mm-hmm. I think that could be a pretty big storyline all right or at least one for us on Twitter to point have fun at eight American conference because our good buddy Daniel Connolly was at media days in Rhode Island for the last clan bake ever because they're moving to Dallas next year um, Tragic. They had, yeah they get good barbecue in Dallas that's not bad that's true but my clan good clan uh, side note have you um do you ever read eater.com at all Occasionally, yes. Did you see the lobster sandwich? I, you know what? Personally, I'm not a huge fan of lobster. Okay, that's fair. What this was, the picture made it look odd because they kept the shell on. But do you know what the KFC double down is? I do. Sorry, was that yes or no? I do know what that is. Oh, I figured you did. I kind of broke up. I'm, I didn't know if you said yup or nope. So basically, it's a sandwich or burger of some sort where it's fried lobster as like the outside of the bun. That sounds luxurious. It does. It sounds amazing. That sounds so, like something you drop like twenty five bucks for at a football game. Thirty five, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the lobster. It's like man, it's pricey. So that's why I brought that up. But I think it's a decent storyline. Um, I think I don't think a playoff storyline will be in the mix. Even if UCF is like five and zero, I'm like, no, there's no chance. Well, that's because their non conference schedule is garbage. But continue. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Florida Atlantic, man. Hey, trains of property. They beat OU. They beat Florida Atlantic. Come on, they can beat OU. Win the Big Twelve. Right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just, that, that'll, that'll be a thing. I guarantee it. That could be something by some dummies. Um, all right. Um, here's some other um, biggest storyline. Can Boise crack the playoff? Probably not, but who knows? They have the they have more credibility than any other team to get there outside of what Houston did a couple years ago. Well within, the, we'll, palm, well within the realm of possibility, yeah. Because here, here's what it will take for that to happen. They need BYU to be really good, or at least win eight games, which ugh, I don't see that happening. But – Troy wins a Sun Belt. Oklahoma State maybe wins the Big 12 or gets top three, which exceeds expectations. Hope Mountain West, like San Diego State, Fresno do quite well, beating like UCLA, Minnesota, Stanford, those teams on the schedule. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it will take, but it'll be interesting. Um, well, Fresno State going defeated. Was that, that wasn't you, Matt, was it? Uh, no, I don't think no. so. All right. So of these three teams of the Mountain West, who will win the conference? So between – Fresno, Boise, San Diego State, that'll be a big storyline. Also, will any team make a New Year's Six Bowl game? I mm-hmm. think that's the – I'm not going to say it's – it is the easy answer. No, it's not a lazy answer by any means, but it is the easiest answer is once we get to 10-0, 11-0, when those playoff rankings come out around Halloween, the jockeying for that position will probably be the biggest storyline because I expect somebody from the American – the champion for the American will be in the mix unless they have like three losses. And so maybe Northern Illinois, who could be, I think they play Iowa State early on. I think they play, I think they play Utah this year, I want to say. 
or maybe BYU, I'm not sure, maybe both. But it, that's going to be a big storyline if there's an undefeated team from any other Mountain West, US, you know I mean, American, stuff like that. So not to say that's the easy, lazy answer it is, but it's also a good answer. The American's not going to sniff the New Year's Day Bowl this year. Mark it down. Boom. That is um, one hour, 12, 11 minutes and 50 seconds there, folks. Yes. If you're, if you're wondering timestamp on August uh, 18th, right? Is that today? Uh, yeah, No, it's August 19th. Oh, geez. Uh-oh. Hey, one more day closer to football. Excellent. Oh, Fresno State will clinch a group of five bull bid. Can Boise State make a New Year's Six game? Can Boise run the table? Boise's uh, State's March for undefeated season and a spot in the New Year's Six bowl game. So a lot of New Year's Six stuff. All right, so if you have to pick a coach, man, who's going to be fired? Bob Davey. <laughs> Bob Davey was, um, of the 11 responses we had, 10. <laughs> Do you want to take a guess at who the other coach was? It wasn't Nick Rolovich, was it? It was not. I have no idea. Tony Sanchez, UNLV. Okay, you know what? I could see the argument for that. I es- recently- Especially if the Rebels were grass. Well, he lost to Howard last year. That's true. <laughs> I did to earlier. It's on the website. Uh, coach, I, I labeled like hot seat rankings, but it's not really hot seat rankings. More coach rankings, but people like the hot seat topic. Mm-hmm. There's only two coaches I think that have the chance to get fired this year. Even I might obviously is Bob Davey. I'll stick with Halloween, even though guys like Rick Wright from the Albuquerque Journal, or maybe formerly of. I'm not sure if he's done there yet or retired. But yeah, he's retired. Oh yeah, okay. I knew I saw something he wrote recently. Maybe he's doing finishing whatever stuffs up for him. He's done with him essentially. He tells me no because he likes what Calvin McGee's doing on offense. I'm like, okay, maybe. The other one is Utah State, Matt Wells. I think because, the, the, I think those arguments are based on whether they take a step forward or a step back. That's my point. With um, Utah State, Matt Wells, they missed a bowl. It'll be if it's like if they go four and eight because it's two two missed bowl games in two in three years. Mm-hmm. They have good expectations. They're supposed to have a good running game, and there's a lot of chatter wanting him gone two years ago. That's true. And, and so if they're five and seven, four and eight, I could see him being gone in the year. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So, all right. So Matt, what game are you looking to forward the most? You mean besides the obvious one? Do what you want. I list like six here. <laughs> apparently. I mean, I think they're all pretty good matchups. So if you had to pick one game to go to, I'll let you pick a Fresno and a non-Fresno game. Okay. Well, the obvious one for Fresno would be the milk can battle in Boise. Okay. Revenge, then, right? Yeah, pretty much. I think the non Fresno State game. Now I gotta think. I think it would be really. Int- I mean, I'd, I could throw a few things out there. I think it would I be really there, fascinating yeah. to see Washington State travel to Wyoming. Mm-hmm. I think it would be really interesting to see you know some of these really early tests in non conference play, like UNLV at USC uh, in Week One, or Utah State at Michigan State in Week One. Obviously, you know, obviously, San Diego State at Stanford. A lot of really good road games in the first couple of weeks. I have, but I mean, yeah. But I mean, I would also take you know take your pick of Colorado State games too. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how that unfolds. What, like non-conference or which CSU game you're referring to? Arkansas, you know, some, something like the something like that, or something like the Border War hosting Wyoming. All right, so here's what I've, I I've, I rattled off a bunch here, and so. Oh, she have too many tabs open at the moment. I picked here's an underrated game I picked because I think it will be interesting because of what could happen. Air Force at Florida Atlantic. I can get behind that. Because FAU, they have the new they have Charlie Weiss Jr. there, so make your jokes with that. As the OC, um Air Force like Florida Atlantic doesn't play that type of team ever. 
And they're going to be coming off a week after, I believe, they played Oklahoma the week before. This game's like sandwiched around Oklahoma and UCF in some order. I don't have it in front of me, but... It's the week be... after Oklahoma. Week after Oklahoma. Okay. So, on the road, too. So, it's in Norman. They come back home. It's just a way different type of option. off Or type of offense, I should say. Um, I do like Washington State at Wyoming, partly because people still have the mystique that Mike Leach offense is a good offensive coach. I don't think that's going to be the case this year. And so, when Wyoming shuts them down to like 185 passing yards and wins 10 to 6 people are going to take notice. and so That's asking a lot. I, I know, I'm just saying, but I don't think their offense will be as good as it has been in years past. Like, look All at right. last year. I know Boise State's defense. That's on par with what Wyoming has. They're about the same. For three quarters, yeah, that game had 40 points. It went to, like, triple overtime, I believe, or double mm-hmm. overtime. And then it was like there wasn't an offensive touchdown until, like, the third, late third quarter in that game, if I recall, maybe fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And so there's defensive that shovel pass, which will live in infamy, in my opinion, for Montel Cozart for that, Matt, that game. But... That's going to be an interesting one. I like, um, obviously, Stanford, Boise State. Or, excuse me, Stanford, San Diego State. Um, Boise at Oklahoma State. So, that's some decent games, right? Yeah, I think so. Did I put this on our list for people to comment about? Here's what I put for games people look forward to the most. Uh, Fresno, Nevada. Boise, Wyoming. Stanford, San Diego State. Um, Boise State, Stanford. Or, excuse me, why am I saying that? Boise, San Diego State, part one and part two. So, okay. Title game, obviously. Okay. Arizona San Diego State. That's an interesting one, right? Yeah. Well, Arizona State, rather. That's what I said, right? I think you said Arizona. Oh, sorry. Arizona State with uh, Herm Edwards, who does not have a recruit. CEO, Herm C- Edwards. So you mean the Mac, Mac Brown head coach, but not as good? Exactly, yeah. Uh, Fresno, Boise, uh, Boise, Wyoming. Fresno, Boise, Wyoming, CSU. Nevada, UNLV twice to Cannon. All right. Have we exhausted? Have we? Do we need to make? We've already talked about predictions. I, I know I listed bull prediction, but I think we've already gone through all these predictions. I you, think you, you're you, right. You don't yeah. want another tier, do you? <laughs> no, I think we're all set. Let me ask you this: I did write. I did do a coaching ranking. Is uh, was Rocky Long the correct call for number one of the conference? No, because I think you kind of have to give it to Brian Harson until further notice. I was debating on that, and I should have. I should have changed it, but it's already in ink or print, digital ink. So I'm not going to, because I'm like, well, look what he's done since he's been in the league. Yeah, they split the conference, or they've each won a couple conference titles, a couple to three division titles, but Harson's won three more games, and that Fiesta Bowl is big. So maybe I made an error on that part, but I'm they're basically it, I they're basically one and one A. Yeah, but I guess I guess here's why I could say maybe a bit better. But look, if I go back, if I want to go back to the Mexico days, he actually did some pretty good stuff there. So maybe I'll cheat and say that. But then again, Harson won a conference title at Arkansas State, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's close, but here's what who's, here's what I have. If you haven't read it, um, I have Tedford third. Is that appropriate, Matt? Yeah, I'd say so. Okay, Craig Bull four. Hmm. Troy Calhoun five. Yeah, that works. More, high, you think that's better? He's higher, more deserved than Matt Wells. I think at this point, yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, that Matt Wells six, Mike Bobo seven, because you got Mike Bobo day, and he can't. He has, I think, one victory against. A combined Colorado, Wyoming, and Boise State, and bowl games, I believe. So there's that, and then Tony Sanchez, Jay Norvell, Nick Rolovich, and then Bob Davey and Brent Brennan. I would probably swap Bobo and Wells at six and seven. You think so? I think so. Uh, I can see that. Okay, that's that's fair. That's a fair argument. Because I mean, because you know, Colorado exactly. State may not have won any rivalry games recently, but you know, at least they've won some close games recently, and bowl games too, right? And they no, actually, the they haven't. 
no, no, they haven't. No, no, never mind. <laughs> Utah State lost to Arizona, lost to Mexico State, and then blah blah. Yeah, so I guess the that's a close one. I guess the edge should be the Bobo because he's been to three straight bowl games. Yeah, Whereas that's Wells, that's kind of what it comes down to. So maybe if they haven't quite met expectations, you know, at least they haven't you know hit any kind of rock bottom or had those kind of those kind of close game struggles. You know, in the same way that Utah State has had in general the last couple of years. Sure. Okay. Is there any other things we have not discussed? <laughs> we've talked about I a lot. I think today. we've exhausted pretty much everything. And I'm trying to think of anything. Um, apparently, fake Matt Mummy on Twitter, real quick. So we're doing our fantasy. Uh, oh, real quick, heads up. We're going to make a second fantasy football league. Um, one already filled up. That's drafted tonight. The reason I bring that up. Fake Coach Mummy says it's going to be live streamed on ESPN Plus. That's news to me, so I need to figure something out for that. <laughs> but uh, we're going to make another league. So if you want to join over at Fantrax, I'll tweet it out. There's like only four spots available because it's like a six-team league because it's only Mountain West players. So if you want to get in mm-hmm. that, um, check MWC Wire because it's fun. It's it's interesting, and we make a few tweaks like dueling head-to-head, so you play two opponents every week. But the only six teams, it makes it fun, right? With, yeah, have you ever played that type of way before, Matt? Like two? I no, I haven't actually. Because I go to Fantrax is pretty cool. Like, not I'm not pubbing for them or shit, give us any bucks for this, but it's super customizable. Majority of it's free, but you can like do a ton of stuff. Call like they're one of the few college sites. Like our good buddy guy, I know Matt. Um, was it Mike? Oh, shoot, yeah, Mike Bainbridge. He does um CFF fantasy stuff on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He's looking at Yahoo because Yahoo started doing it, but only Power Five, so that sucks. That's like, what? Yeah, they're only doing Power 5, but also he's going through, he's like, there's like there's some ranking, like wide receiver ranking or something, where there's a guy who's like number two in the list, transferred from the school back in January, and it's like a recent write-up from like two weeks ago, or three weeks ago. Huh. And so he's like, uh, no, that's not going to fly with me. So, if you want to join Fantasy Football, fan tracks with us, check out MWC Wire. By now, it might be too late, so if you're not all already following us, you better. So, I think we're done. So, Really quick, in-season stuff. Here's our plan for in-season. And Matt, I hope we're on the same page because I'm springing this on you, but we usually are, I think. Yeah. Preview recap. We're going to do a week zero preview. When, or every, I think every Wednesday is going to be our preview, correct? Uh, yeah, but I think so, yes. I don't think there's any Thursday night games this year because those make it kind of tricky. So we're going to go Thursday, probably early evening, I'm assuming, depending what your new job hours and my maybe new job hours could be for something I'm working on. And then Sunday, probably midday, right? Yeah. There could be bonus podcasts. and But we're here. We made it. We are less than a week away from college football. We told you you'd make it. You trudged along. You followed us for 12 previews, bonus podcast, whatever you want. So also, real quick, check out our app, the Sportswire app on uh, Android. Have you used it, Matt, right? You watch Over- you have Overwatch, correct? I do. Overwatch Wire, which I didn't realize um, – that was a thing, but it's cool. I need to pull up my Overwatch and play. But there's like it's all the NFL site. So any NFL team, draft wire, touchdown wire. If you are a glutton for punishment and like Lonzo, there's Lonzo wire. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, what oh, do you know? You didn't know that there is. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, it's been around for a while. There's a there's the LeBron wire, uh, but yeah, Lonzo wire. I'm like really. They better be paying that guy good, a good, some good bucks to cover Lon, the, the Lonzo family, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the ball fam, whatever you want to call it. Uh, just check it out. It's pretty cool. So do that. Um, head over to mwcwire.com. Yes, MWC Wire. We have just some deals. Like, we'll promote these more, but like, 
I don't have Pac-12 Network. Do you have Pac-12 Network, Matt? I do not. So we, we have some cool deals. If you want to check that out for like Fubo and Sling. So if you want to do a week trial when there's those uh, – like um, is it UNLV, USC on Pac-12 Network, I believe? I think so, yeah. There's a couple Pac-12 or Big Ten games you may not be able to get. So look out for that. We will promote that to help you guys out. Just do the week trial. Cancel still helps us out. That's pretty cool. There's a few other things there as well. But, yeah, that's it. We are done. Our big preview. Tell us what we did wrong, what was awesome. Again, iTunes, Stitcher, Blog Talk Radio, all the usual suspects for podcast. And we made it. And next time we talk to you, it'll be game week.